This is Fleet. What is up, grillers, and welcome to Grill Time, your podcast for all your grilling, drink reviews, and all your manly needs. I am your host, Grillmaster James. Along with Grillmaster Kale. Today we decided to put aside the grills. Uh, we still pulled out some drinks, of course, but we're bringing on a special guest. We are going to discuss the Black Lives Matter movement that is currently going on right now. Um, so we're going to dive into that in a little bit, but our special guest is Michael Neely. Uh, he is on, or you, you probably saw him on The Proposal. Uh, it was a TV show. Uh, it was... <laughs> it <laughs> was a good time right. it was grand you were he was a crowd favorite so uh let's get started Well, thank you for having me, guys. Uh, it's an honor and a pleasure to be with the Grill Masters, yo. The Grill <laughs> Masters. Honor, the pleasure is all <laughs> I ours. Mean, yeah, don't want to brag or anything. Right. Hey, listen, I done picked up <laughs> tips about broths, burgers, all of it. Like, I listened to it for real, for real. So, uh, thank you for having me. Of course, of course. And we love that you were, uh, that you were, uh, you accepted to come on to the yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. But you go, you ahead. go ahead. <laughs> no, I was gonna say, <laughs> I was gonna say it's an honor to you know uh, actually come on and to be and to talk about what's going on because um, it's a lot of miscommunications and it's a lot of um, a lot of people are talking but they're not listening and they don't understand um, fully of what's right. going on and the background and the back history of how black lives matter started and you know you know different different views on different things and then honestly um race mm -hmm. does play a part in it you know by you know white and black it, that that really does play a part in things and to understand things so it's like i'm glad to talk about it i'm glad to be here and to you know show and give to not show but to give the viewers you know how it is from a black person's perspective and a black person's view. Cause um, yeah, unfortunately people can't see me, so I am black. <laughs> <laughs> For everybody to know. <laughs> right. This is not a white guy talking about Black Lives Matter. This is a black guy talking about Black Lives Matter. <laughs> Which is why you're on here right. and Kale and I don't want to discuss it. Cause we're like, what do we know? Right. <laughs> That's true. But you know, but honestly though, but seriously, though, some some uh, white people know about Black Lives Matter and they know basically the surface of things, but you know, um, some people don't dive in deeper to understand and to fully grasp the whole thing of not necessarily just only Black Lives Matter. That's just life, period. You know, we, we do a lot of talking, but we don't do a lot of understanding and research and everything. Right. So, yeah. Right. Well, it does. It doesn't help that, you know, that we have the access to the Internet. I mean, it's helpful, but it's also not helpful for the Internet because there is a lot of things on the Internet 
that gets put out there and it's true but there's also a lot of things that is false yeah and i'm seeing a lot of both and there are things that i've had to research because i read and go that doesn't seem right that doesn't seem true yeah and then i research it and you know it's false obviously because it's it's like it's so it's so many people because so many people have access to the internet so you voice your theory i voice my theory kale voice his theory and then you have people like three different theories that people are looking at so you got to be like well which one who's who to pick you know (laughs) right right so it's like it's like it's like basically what you guys are doing now you know what i'm saying you're reaching out to you know somebody as that person is me who's of, you know, African-American race to like fully grasp and understand. So that's what people actually need to do. We need to sit down and talk instead of, you know, well, I'm just going to look on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and all that. Yeah. And then I'm going to go with that and leave it at that. No, we need to sit down, get a group. This is what I always wanted to do. Get a group of people, different races, and let's just sit down and talk. Let's have dialogue and talk to understand right. and not talk to debate and try to win you over to my right. side. Let's just talk and understand. Then after that, you know, we go get some beers, you know, nothing changes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which, since you mentioned that, I'm going to crack mine open right now. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, today we've got the Bud Light Seltzer Mango. Uh, feeling a little on the healthy side, even though I'm over healthy. my calorie count for the day. <laughs> As a sipping down some alcohol. Right. Healthy. <laughs> Let me... Uh, Knocked off yeah. a couple of them calories. <laughs> Not, bad. Well, Not bad. I'm also sticking on that healthier side. I've got myself a Coors Light. This is just what I kind of go. <laughs> this is my go-to. Just sit down. This is like this is my favorite kind of beer to kind of like sit on your porch, Damn. watch the lawn be in mode kind of beer. Yeah. <laughs> Which that's the thing about all of us is we actually all come from the Midwest. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and you know the thing. I definitely wanted to bring you on, Michael, because you are just such a smart, hardworking person. Oh, thanks, man. And you you have such a down to earth mindset, mm-hmm. and I knew you'd be perfect to you know speak out and yeah. discuss with us on what's going on. So I appreciate it. I really do. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, now I got to figure out where I'm going. <laughs> well, I kind of want to like. To- put in something if you don't mind just about how you were talking talking earlier about like the internet and people like looking at things just you know being out here in in la during all of um the the protests and things like that i mean they're going on all over the the nation right now but especially in la there's like a large amounts of people and like cnn and fox news are both guilty of this is they're they're covering and they're showing the the people who are rioting and destroying things and they're like look at this look what they're doing you know and it's like i'm sitting here and i'm seeing hundreds of thousands of people peacefully protesting i was i work at a center bmw dealership and people right outside there's a huge group of people they were just holding up signs people were driving by honking their horns in support and like i think there was but the only people who really showed it was like local news people mm-hmm. so like la sees this but then the rest of the world is seeing I mean, there's really not a whole lot of damage that I could see. I mean, I've seen some broken windows and stuff, but those are from, like, looters and people who are not there to support the cause. Mm-hmm. And that's not being, you know, and, and L.A. has been trying on their news outlets, um, KTLA especially, from what I've seen, is, like, they're trying to be, like, 
the majority of this is peaceful and like most of the people who are breaking things are not even there for the cause. They're just there for their own personal benefit. Yeah. Um, and so I, I just think it's, it's really important to not, not just look at news, but speak with people who, you know, personally and mm-hmm. get f- from their experience because, you know, and then speaking of personal experiences, a lot of people like to pull up statistics and that always makes me upset because you cannot put statistics on personal experiences, That's you know? Absolutely. And so I, cause like you can look at a number, but like in the same, what, what the whole problem from, I mean, with research and discussions that I've had with a lot of my um, people of color friends mm-hmm. is, you know, it's, it's a systematic racism that started, you know, not yeah. 50 years ago, you know, people of color couldn't even use the same water fountain, yeah, you know, and then that changed. Obviously, you know, a lot had to happen for that to change. And we've right. obviously come a long way, but there was systems in place that have not been mm-hmm. changed, you know, because yeah. people in power want to keep things in control. And so it's no one person is responsible for systematic racism, but it's still prevalent there. And, you know, statistics are one of the tools that are used to kind of show, well, hey, they're all just criminals. See? Right. And that just gets my gears going. Yeah. Like, I totally agree with you on that, Kel, because it's like, you know, honestly, here's here's the thing. Because what what CNN and all, they put out... And I'm not, I'm not necessarily saying all the time, but it's mostly like all the bad because that's what, you know, gives the ratings, you know. So get views. Yeah. Show, show us the looters. Like, let's, we're going to show the looters because we know people are going to tune in and see, you know, all that other stuff. But it's very rare that you see like they show a, a, a peaceful protest. Like I was in Chicago, me and my mom. We went, uh, we went to a protest downtown. It was nice, peaceful, and everything. But then later on that night, it started to get, you know, all of that. We left. We went home. You know, you know. I'm not. I, I I'll say this. <laughs> I'm not about that life. That's not me. You know, if right. that's somebody else, if that's how you feel, you know, you know, for if that's your point of view and that's what you want to do, then you know, I don't condone it. But I'm not going to hate on you for it. But it's like, it's a lot of peaceful protests that's going on and it's not being shared. And so like, I totally agree with you on that, Kale. And it's like, like the whole media and what's being pointed out and all of that is like some, most of the stuff is like pretty much negative. And so it's like basically like to uh, switch gears here, like I, I've been seeing people like, you know, saying all life matters, all life matters, da, da, da. The thing is, yeah. and, and, and we're black people we're not saying that all lives don't matter that's not what we're saying what we're saying right. is if you look our let's do this what we're saying is this uh, let's say two months ago can you pull me out a, a a white person who's been gunned down by a cop no i cannot let's go further let's nope. go let's go six months ago a white guy not even a white guy a white person ever been gunned down by a cop still no Two years ago, can you tell me? Five years. No. Nope. But see, let's switch it over. Let's go to a black person. Just last, what, last like couple of weeks, we had George, we had Brianna, we had a Marbury. He wasn't even gunned by a cop, but it was just, yeah. it was a, a ex-cop or whatever. He retired or whatever, but you got Amari, you the, got so many that goes all the way back to Trayvon Martin, and he, was, he wasn't even shot by a cop. That was a neighborhood watch guy. 
<laughs> and, so, and to add to that, those are only the people who have been given highlight are the people that we know of. Like exactly, there's no way to put a statistic right. on and see things that have I'm been saying. covered up. You know exactly, and then that's what like if you go to social media, you see it all the time. You know all that stuff. So we're saying like, listen, we know that all lives matter. That's what, and honestly, the Christian in me, of course, all lives matter. But see, right. what you see on the news and what you see on, on Facebook and Instagram is pretty much the black race is being taken out by white people. So it's like we're saying, listen, our lives matter. Don't kill us. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. don't you, it don't need to have, sometimes it don't even have to go that far. You know, so that's when the Black Lives Matter came up. And then I see that people say, well, it only matters when, when a, a black person gets killed by a white cop. And this is where this comes in, Kale, because the media and people don't show when people are out there protesting protesting for their neighborhoods. I've seen it. I've personally seen it, especially in Chicago. I know a pastor who prays on his corners. They pray on their corners. Like, I've seen Mm -hmm. people walk their neighborhoods saying, you know, listen, let's take back our neighborhoods. I've seen it. It's a pastor up in North Carolina named John P. Key. He has a gun rally, I want to say, like, every couple of months to get the guns off the streets. But we don't see it because it's not being on the news. You know, people not putting it on social media. And, and honestly, like, we're at fault, too. You know, not even just the news. Like, us human beings are at fault, too, because if you can post something about a cop, shooting down a white shoot a white cop shooting down a black person or just a cop doing some some bogus stuff then you could you should show the neighborhood is doing some good you know what i'm saying so like i get it absolutely well and i went down to the protest in uh, milwaukee and we were everybody was chanting in the the streets you know whose city our city Mm -hmm. whose city our city so you know and milwaukee's a place where because I think this movement is not only just police brutality, but it is also just systematic racism. Mm-hmm. And I know it's, it exists in a lot of places, but, you know, like Milwaukee is like my home. Like yeah. I love Milwaukee, but I didn't realize because I come from a small town above Milwaukee that systematic racism was a thing here mm-hmm. because I was in this little shelter right and then i moved to la and uh where i was working at the time uh, i was talking to this black man he was uh, he was like where are you from and i'm like oh i'm like from the milwaukee area and he goes oh yeah i've been to milwaukee i said what'd you think he goes most racist city i've ever been to <laughs> i was like what wow like no <laughs> way but then he explained it to me and it, it made perfect sense mm-hmm. because the west side is all the black people and then the east side is all the rich white people mm-hmm. and the west side you know it's it's low income you know it, it's poor and a lot of the areas there you're told don't go there at night mm-hmm. you don't want to be there at night yeah. and when i was there for the protest we were in those areas but i didn't feel scared or anything because i saw that there was a community of people there yeah and that's something that not everybody sees. There is a community there. And I wanted to educate myself more on something that I don't know. And so I was talking to people mm-hmm. and learning what, you know, people have gone through. I mean, there was one man who was saying how he was qualified for a job 
And they didn't give it to him because he was black. Yeah. Yeah, that's, and the it's fact real. that yeah. that happens, mm-hmm. it, it's awful. It's real. It's like because like the thing is, white people don't understand white privilege really until they talk to a black person or like go through something, something real minor as a black person. You know what I'm saying? Like. Like just being followed around a store or something like that. To us, like we're used to it. Like, you know what I'm saying? We go off about it because like, why are you following me around? But see, when it happens to a white person, it's like it's like World War Three. You know what I'm saying? Because because white people don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Like for real. Because white people don't <laughs> the understand. Karens like of the world. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right. Like like the lady with the dog. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. Oh my god. You're you're that privileged. You know, you can walk like you can walk around with the dog. Like you're that privileged thinking it's fine and then when a black guy calls you out on it, oh, you know, it's it's is you know, it's we're going to I'm going to call the cops on you cuz I'm being threatened by a black right. guy. That's that white privilege and a lot of white people don't understand that until something really happens to them. You know, right. but in our lives it's like, you know, is that's just like an everyday thing to us. You know what I'm saying? Like like we can get pulled over, and honestly, I take me as an example. Now, I don't do no drugs. I don't be around. The only thing I'm gonna do is drink. The only thing I'm gonna do is drink. And right. other than that, I don't smoke. I don't do crack. None of that. All the other stuff. <laughs> Let a cop pull me over. I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. My license is good. I don't have nothing in the car. But I'm just scared, you know, I'm nervous, you know, and it's always yes, sir, no, sir, you know, this, that, another thing. But, you know, and honestly, this has, this has happened. I got into a car with one of my white friends and he's just talking all reckless, you know, and I'm, and this was before all of this stuff happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's just talking, what do you pull me over for, dude? Like just going off and I'm just sitting there like, listen, <laughs> I have nothing to say if you ask me something. <laughs> It's yes, sir. No, sir. So it's like that white yeah. privilege. White people don't pretty much understand their privilege until something like really drastic happens to them. Well, and what sucks about it is that even just like the small things of getting pulled over by a cop, you know, me as a w- white person, I can just reach in my back pocket, pull up my wallet. Mm-hmm. That's not a thing for black people. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, y'all can't do that. Without the no. cop fearing that, you know, you're going to pull out a gun or something, yeah, which yeah. And all of a sudden is it's ridiculous. It's steering wheel, you know. Bullshit. Yeah. yeah. And you say, I'm reaching in my back pocket. Right. right. We'd be so confused because we're like, okay, they're going to ask for the license, but our hands need to be still <laughs> so they can see us. But then again, when he asks for the license, I got to move slow. But then he's going to want me to hurry up. So it's like, what do I do? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> right. My mom just told me recently about a story. Um, somebody that she knew got a call from their son mm. and he was like at a park or something like that. And he was like, mom, there's three black guys here of which right, that right there is just let alone off. Mm-hmm. And then she goes, well, what are they wearing? Why does it matter what they're wearing? <laughs> they're in the park. You are in the park. Right. You are people in a park. Congrats. Exactly. <laughs> because and that's the thing bro like we we get demonized just for being black 
Like mm-hmm. seriously, and you and you know what the funny thing is? I would say most because I I, I, w- I would never use all because I haven't spoke to all the black people in the world. But you know, <laughs> most of us are just as cool. Like if you like, we won't even bother you. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, you got right. your, we got every every race got their thugs and all that other stuff. Every race does. But oh, yeah, there's white thugs. Yeah, there's white thugs. You know, they got them, my hometown you know? is full of them. <laughs> <laughs> white thugs but it's like wannabe it's like, thugs more like wannabe <laughs> yeah but it's like we're cool like we're the coolest like we won't even bother you you know right people, white people other races make because what's being portrayed on the media and everything we're being portrayed as this violent race who out to steal and you know take your stuff and everything which some of us are not like I would say yeah. me for instance like I'm I'm the one who who will come up to you and say hey how you doing how's your day going I'd like to get to know you and but as you see me walking up you see this big muscle black guy with this beard you thinking oh shoot what he's gonna do I hope he don't you know what I'm saying it's just the fear yeah. you know what I'm saying that the fear that's being portrayed yeah. that has been p- portrayed like if you look at Birth of a Nation. Like that was the number one blockbuster film back in the day, and black people were portrayed. This white girl killed herself, jumped off of the cliff just because it, she was going to. She was scared of being raped uh, by this black guy, and the guy. Jeez. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what's that. That's the portrayal that we have gotten for years, and so it's been passed down from generation to generation. So mm-hmm. it's like it, it's it's so crazy, bro. Well, and I think the hard thing for a lot of white people right now is. That- you know, a lot of them can't consciously fathom the fact that racism still exists. Mm-hmm. It may yeah. not be outwardly, you know, using a certain word yeah. towards, you know, black people, but it's subconscious. Mm-hmm. It's there. You it don't is. know you're doing it, but you're doing mm-hmm. it. And see, and that's it, the thing. Oh, go ahead, Kim. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just was kind of going to bounce off of that on like how a lot of people are like, racism doesn't even exist anymore like that is a complete load of bullcrap i come from missouri um i come from jefferson city missouri and just uh i'd like to call it just casual racism um which is super unfortunate but it's true i mean there's so many people that like i know people's friends of mine their fathers i had somebody told i won't name any names but i had somebody look at me and he was telling me he was like I don't know why we started talking about black people, Yeah. but all of a sudden he's like, I, I love black people. I think black people are great, but just like Chris Rock says, I fucking hate, mm-hmm. you know, hard R and everything. <laughs> you know, it's like, he thinks it's okay because Chris Rock said it, but it's right. like, but then he but goes on about like talking about thugs and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And I'm just like, well, you know, you still can't, that's right. And like, there's that. And then there's just full on un- unapologetic racism. Mm. I had oh, a, yeah. a and coworker. And that still exists too. Yeah, yeah. I had a coworker um, who just uh, in, the, in the JC high school. And she was sitting at a table at a lunchroom. She's a person of color. She is, uh-huh. a, she is a black person. She was sitting, eating her food at lunch. And these group of hicks came over um mm-hmm. and sat down and they were like one of them was like 
was like, hey, you know, this is our table. You're going to have to move. And she was like, I'm what? just sitting here. Like, I'm just going to, like, I'm, it's, I'm fine. Like, you can sit here too. Like, whatever. And they're like, no, 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 no. You're going to have to, like, this is our table. Wow. Like, go sit somewhere else. And she was like, no. And the guy said under his breath, you know, you know mm-hmm. the word. Uh, he said it under his breath. And then she got angry. And so she mm-hmm. threw like an apple so. at him or something because why wouldn't you? Right. And then he comes up and he like pushes her over. And then the the thing that like really got gets me angry is that she got like two or three days suspended. See. The the white kid, nothing. See. Because she's the one that started the fight. Wow. See. And I think that's really messed up. You it know. Is. It is. And see, the thing is, the thing is like. White people don't want to sit down and talk to us, and because, like, like you said, that is, you know, the unconscious racism. Like, it's certain stuff that you say and do, like that you don't think it is, but like to us, it's like, hold on, like, you know, that was a little racist, you know, you know, right? But then they're like, no, yeah. it's not because the, but then it's it is like. You know, honestly, it really is like we need like that's what's wrong with the world. We need to sit down and have conversations about different things like this, because like like the whole situation with with your friend father, like he just thought it was just basically okay because Chris Rock said it. And it's really not like some some people, honestly, some white people think it's okay when they're in the in their own, you know, environment and around other white people you know just to say it like it's nothing right. mm-hmm. but it's like no bro like you can't say nigga like i don't care how many times 50 or wayne says a j cole say it. like you can't say it like no right. it's not cool that's because you're going to slip up someday someday you know what i'm saying but in yeah. the event but like, you shouldn't even say it period you know that yeah. unconscious racism is like it's crazy yeah well it it's it's insane how many stories are out there. I mean, even just talking about using the mm-hmm. N word, Dave Chappelle talked about in one of his standups. Yeah, how he was working on his show and everything, and he wanted to use the word. I think it was like midget or something mm-hmm. like that. It was a. I, I think I, it was a homophobic turn. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. But they were like, "Oh, well, it you was. can't use that, Dave." And he was like, "Well, if I can't use that, then why can I use the N word?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's like the same thing. That's, you know, that's one of the things that like, I, you know, I think it's either things like that. Like you can't pick and choose with your offensive words. They're either all not okay or they are all okay. You can't be like, yeah, these are all bad, Mm -hmm. but this one is fine. You know, I can't, I can't, I just, if you're going to take the moral high ground, then you have to be like, Mm -hmm. okay, well, this is also bad. And, right. you know, it's, it's in, so in the same sense of like how you keep saying, like, we need to talk and just communicate. I 100% agree. Mm-hmm. That's something that I've said my, my whole life and something that my, you know, my mom has, has raised me is like, you know, one of the biggest things is like there's no excuse for bad behavior from anyone, yeah. but there is always a reason. And I think if people just started under trying to understand the reason behind the way that they they people's actions and it's not like if it if whoever it is you know race aside i mean like bad behavior like there's no excuse and you should never you know that they that's not okay Mm -hmm. 
but there's always a reason behind it. And if, if you can understand that reason, then you can come to a conclusion. Like, you know, for, yeah. we keep saying, uh, you know, white people keep saying that the, the thugs and, you know, black on black violence mm. and this and that. And well, you know, these communities where they have underfunded education, it's like you want to exactly. say all these things and here they are. I mean, what are you doing as your can your community to help these communities that don't have the same as everyone else, you know, and that's not like a a communist agenda. That's just why is it that this school has funding and this school does not have funding, you know, and and it's all built in the system, too. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, poor, poor communities get poorly funded education. It's in the system. I mean, that's how it is in Milwaukee. So the poor black communities get a lower education mm-hmm. because they give all the funding towards the rich white schools. Exactly. And, well, and the thing even is, in the same. The, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Well, even in the same thing there, I mean, like it's the communities that are already have low funds or where the funds are coming from to fund these schools that are underfunded. So in a, in a way, it just keeps education not where it needs to be. And so mm-hmm. these communities or they usually leave those communities to go to other communities, more prosperous communities, the ones that mm-hmm. you know get a higher education and et cetera. And then this community is stuck like that to have people that don't have the same opportunities is, you know? Right, and you're so right because like the thing is, in the black community, we want like, we want better school, schools, like at the school programs. I, I can only speak about Chicago because like I've lived there my entire life. Like we had, mm-hmm. when I was growing up, we had like after school programs and, you know, the music programs. We had a lot, not a lot, yeah. but we had them programs, you know, to keep us off the streets and stuff. Like I was busy after school, like either I'm going, either I'm staying inside the school or I'm going to like another building to go to different after, after school programs and things like that. But what did they do? They cut the after school programs. So they cut that. Then they cut like a lot of the programs that kept the black kids off the streets because they was they wanted to take the money and put it somewhere else. So when you do that, you're taking them from a safe environment and putting them outside on the streets to let, you know, the bad people, you know, pull them and wheel them into gangs and and to do all of that. Mm-hmm. Because like it was it was honestly one point in time where everyone in the hood knew everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like we knew who house to go to. Like we could just walk into the lady house cuz she had a she had, I kid you not, she had a corner store in her house. The lady would buy chips oh, and wow. stuff from the store, put it in her house, knock off the prices and make some money, you know, all that. So we like we had right. like a community inside of the community and everyone knew each other, but like it's like now that they removed funds and they was they started tearing down buildings and houses and stuff. It's like, well, where are you putting us? You know what I'm saying? Right. You're, you're just throwing us out there on the street. So now we have to steal. Now we have to steal because we don't have the corner store anymore. So we got to drive all the way, like, let's just say two miles to go get some stuff. Then we don't have a nice job because after you knock that building down, jobs left. So now I got to steal to go feed my kids. And then I'm being labeled as a thug. No, I have to do what I have to do to survive. Now, had you kept the mm-hmm. money coming to the schools and, 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 and the program, the aftercare programs and everything and camps and stuff like that, then, you know, 
it'll be not necessarily straight, but it will be, we will be better off than where we are now. You know what I'm saying? But like, they just, I agree with you, Kel. Like, they just ripped the money out of the system and put it towards yeah. the, the white schools and all of that. Like, and we just left with the public public education, which is not, I mean, you know, I'm not going to knock education, period. But you know what I'm saying? I would rather have books that actually look like books. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And not pages and right. covers ripped out and, you know, all that other stuff. Yeah. Well, and, you know, it really grinds my gears when uh, I hear people say, you know, like, oh, black people just need to make their community better. They're the ones who ruin their community. But it's also the funding. Mm-hmm. It's the people who put the money towards that community. Mm-hmm. When you take away that stuff, yeah, it's going to happen. People need to survive. They need to do what they can, like you said. Right, yeah, and in like, these communities that they supposedly destroyed are the communities that they were left with from segregation, you know, mm-hmm. and have been continued to be, you know, even though yeah. segregation's not a thing anymore, quotation marks, but I mean, it's still right. systematically it still happening. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's a, it was this pastor uh, in Chicago on, I want to say it's 79th or 75th in Racine. Um, it took him, I kid you not, and he even said it, it took them like three years, three, I want to, don't quote me, but I want to say two to three years just to get the Walgreens on the corner. Oh, wow. Two to three years just to get the Walgreens on a corner. Like... <laughs> that's if, ridiculous. If that's not crazy, I don't know what is. And, and the neighborhood is... The neighborhood is not even that bad. It's a well, well-known well school, like a couple of blocks down, that a lot of people came out of. Like, it's re- very, like, it's it's very in- institutional and everything. But it's like, mm-hmm. if you go two or three blocks east of the uh, east of the school, it takes you two years to build a Walgreens. Like, that's what I don't get. But we popping up Walmarts everywhere. Yeah. Not in the hood. Not not in the black communities. <laughs> but it's Walmart's everywhere out in the suburbs. Like Chicago yeah. had just started like around on the south I say on the south side, but that's where I stay at when I go back um with my mom. Like they just started putting, you know, Walmart and different stores in there. But mm-hmm. the thing is they putting it in to the um to this area is called the low ends. Um, they putting it into the low ends area because guess what? They trying to kick the niggas out. Yep, that's the, the system. Up. It is. That's the. It, it's the system. Mm. <sighs> they tearing down houses and building up these nice. I mean, how the the new apartments and houses that they building up over there is really nice. But guess what? Their rent is going up. And then once yeah, that yeah. rent go up, where they gotta go? They gotta go to the suburbs. And guess what? All the suburbs people was pretty much white folks. Now they coming back to the city and making money off the land. It's crazy. I I actually had a um just a a question that I wanted to ask you. Mm-hmm. Um, during, I mean, with every, all of this going on, then everything that is happening, um, is there anything that you wanted to ask or wanted to more I guess more say to to white people that you know or just any white person listening that they can do or that you know to become more educated or anything mm-hmm. that you wanted to ask or say 
Yeah, I mean, well, well, honestly, like you guys and my pretty much my white friends that I have, like, you know, they, I, I wouldn't necessarily say fully understand, but like we talk, you know, about different things and everything. Like, right. um, I sent out text messages to my to my closest white friends, you know, and letting them know, like, you know, with all this going on, you know, I, I know mm -hmm. you guys, you know, so I don't feel no type of way about anything. You know, you don't have to question your friendship because I know that there is a lot of that going on with friends that are that have, you know, black and white friends. Like, that's a lot of questioning going on. I told them, you know, you don't have to question my friendship. I still love you guys. You know, I know I know who you are. The only thing that mm -hmm. I would say is I just I just wish and want, you know, more white people to like actually sit down and like literally have a conversation, a open dialogue, not debate, not a a, 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 a conversational fight of yeah. point of views, but have a dialogue and to understand where each other is coming from, not just from the black side. Yeah, Cause, right. Because that's, that's, and honestly, that's what black people, I'm gonna speak on it, that's, that's my race. That's what black people mess up as well. We we talk just to talk and try to prove our points and to make you realize like, hey, I'm going through all this. But black people have to do the same thing. We have to sit down and listen to white people and realize why they don't understand and vice mm -hmm. versa. So like, that's what I really want. Like from like me and my friend, um, when I was in Chicago, Brad, he drove from Indianapolis up to, um, Chicago and we sat down and talked and everything and like we got on that subject and you know I understood where he was coming from he understood where I was coming from and it was like we came to you know um, not a conclusion but to the common denominators that you know we have to be taught because it's a lot of unteaching in each other's race you know yeah. it's a lot because like Honestly, like in schools, they teach you one thing, but when you get around people, that's a whole nother thing. Because yeah. before, before I even started talking to to people, I thought that Christopher Columbus founded America. I thought nope. I see. I thought he did. You know, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, well, you know, he did it. Whatever. Then after talking to different people, come to find out he didn't. Native Americans was already here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, but you know, systematically, they don't want you to. White people don't want the white supremacist people don't want you to believe that, so they put it in the right. books and have you think that it was founded by a white man. You know what I'm saying? So it's just right. like that's my that's my goal and like my mission in life is to like let's just let's just get all the races like let's just sit down and have a conversation, bro. Yeah, absolutely, and. Speaking of history and stuff, I think there's a lot of stuff in history that is just not stressed mm -hmm. in the education. I mean, people need to be educated on the past because I truly think when you know what happens in the past, you can make for a better future. Mm -hmm. The past is the past. It's a, there's a reason why we say it's the past, right. but use it to help better the future. Right. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of things that we kind of skip over in history like the Tulsa massacre mm -hmm. nobody was talking about that nope. until the Watchmen series came out it, which the is Watchmen series, yeah. a comic book <laughs> right. a comic book tv show 
had to bring up an important factor right. in history hu- that and nobody talks about. Yeah, I, I, I want to just speak on that just a little bit. I had absolutely no idea that that was even a thing. And that is that is horrendous because that wasn't even like 100 years ago. I guess it is 100 years ago now. But 99. Yeah. 99, yes, yeah, not even 100 yeah. years ago. Yeah. I mean, like people have lived 100 years that you can see today and that's something that happened... You know, like that mm-hmm. people don't really understand. Like a hundred years ago, we be- like electricity was like still a new thing, you know? Right. So it's like, like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I think he had some technical difficulties yeah, I there. I think so too. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so it's like, it's like if you, if you go to, like, if you look in there, like, if you go to school and you look in the history books, like most history books, black history, anything about history on black black people is not a lot of chapters. Most of the books is pretty much about how the British conquered and then America and then mm-hmm. and then it talks a little bit about slavery and a little bit about Martin Luther King and honestly Malcolm right. X ain't even mentioned in no books. <laughs> well, and like, that's the thing. I I was talking about with the buddy the other night. I said, here is my knowledge, you know, completely from the education that I was given in school on Malcolm X. Mm -hmm. Martin Luther King was a peaceful protester. Malcolm X was violent. That's what I was taught. And And that's not true. And and it's sad because black people, Malcolm and Martin and Rosa and who else? Uh, Mary, what's her name? Mary McLeod Bethune. And that's just scratching the surface. George Washington mm-hmm. Carver, that's just scratching the surface. Like, it's so much more that black people have done in America and for the advancement of technology and life and everything, but they don't get all the credit for. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was it? Was it Ford? What's his name? Who uh, is it? Harrison Ford? No, not Harrison Ford. No, no, no. Um, the, the assembly uh-huh. line. Uh, oh, right. um, um, Henry Ford. Henry Ford. People think Henry Ford started who who built the first car. No, the first person who built the first car was a black man. The only reason why Ford gets the credit for it is because he has the money name. for the assembly line. Because if you look at it, if you look at your books, they say he was he Ford was the first person who had the assembly line. He didn't invent the car. It was a black person. But I didn't see, even know that. But see, and and you know what, and I. And, you know, I can't fault you for that because you didn't know. So it's not, it hasn't been taught, which is which yeah. is why we need to be taught more about history. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kale's microphone is uh, not working yeah, right now. Yeah, it's not working. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know if we. Yeah, we can continue. Yeah, just jump in, Kale, when you when you figure it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's like so much that's missing out of out of the American history that's dealing with black history. And, you know, I heard I heard Morgan Freeman say it, you know, we shouldn't have like there shouldn't be no black history because it's a part of American history. That's true, but still it, it is a part of American history, but it doesn't cover all. You know what I'm and saying? Why should black, right. black history don't get talked about about it all. It's just very slim. And then I hear people right. say well, slavery was back then. Why don't black people get over it? 
Well, the Jews still haven't gotten over the Holocaust. Yeah. I and mean, that's honestly talked about more. Yeah. Like, the Holocaust, the, ho- is, <laughs> the Holocaust is filmed. All of that. They have museums. All of that. Yeah. But black, black slavery doesn't. We have to make movies about it. Right. Mm-hmm. And even then, like, Hollywood's not accurate. Right. Exactly. <laughs> that's not even 100% accurate. And then I hate when people say, well, why don't you go back to your country, Africa? Well... Why don't y'all Excuse go back me? to Europe? Because y'all yeah, wouldn't even right. know here. Like, <laughs> we don't belong here. Right. It's, it's, it's funny. Yeah. And the whole thing, because I always think about it. I like to have those like deep thoughts, you know, where it's like two in the morning and you're just thinking the deepest thoughts. But I always think I'm like, teachers could be teaching wrong. How do we know what's right? Right. And how do we know what's wrong? And the fact that there has been so many years where so much of our history has been left up because I actually asked my dad tonight. I said, have you heard of the Tulsa massacre? The what? Exactly. Mm-mm. He didn't even know. And what he's been out of school for <laughs> <laughs> love you, dad, but <laughs> you've been out of school for <laughs> a long time. <laughs> so that just shows that it's been so many years mm-hmm. where big key moments in black history is being left out. Right. And see, now is the time where it starts, like, with all this going on, with all this going on, you know, it's starting to come up. You most yeah. The black history and black people, period. Now, now that social media and, you know, everybody's starting to see, like, around the world what's going on and what's happening with the black race, it's like now everybody's starting to see and starting to... I hate to say this term, but like starting to wake up, but mm-hmm. is they're starting to get it like, whoa, like, all right. right. This, like, honestly, like George for George Floyd was like the, like the, the, the stamp on it. Like, wow. Like that was just pretty much murder. You know what I'm saying? And, and it was now, filmed. Which it was is, filmed. It yeah. was filmed. That one. And Brianna Taylor, when she had got shot in her bed, sleep because the police raided her house, thinking that it was, was the a drug house. house. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like people like actually really starting to see, and it's starting to sink in because yeah. like it's like black people are saying like, okay, like them two, like Amari, that was that was that was enough. But then mm-hmm. back to back, it happens like all right. That's it. We're done. And so, right. which drove people to, you know, you know, the protest. And, you know, at first, you know, after the protest, you know, people started, you know, rioting. You know, they did that. People were fed up. And then on top of that, you know, COVID-19 played a part. Everybody was trapped in the house and everything. So that played a part. But then, you know, then it went off into the whole, a whole nother deep end with the whole looting and everything. That's, that's a whole nother story. But it's like... Black people and people, period, are like who support black people are fed up with the injustice that's happening mm-hmm. to the black race, to the black culture. Right. And I think with the whole like quarantine, everybody staying at home, I think it was a, such a key factor mm-hmm. that led to this movement because people didn't have these distractions uh-huh. from what's going on in the real world. So they're sitting at home, they're thinking about it. Then this video of yeah. Aubrey shows up that was from two months ago mm-hmm. that nobody ever saw 
because now people are at home. Now they're seeing it. And now right. things are happening more and more. Mm-hmm. What was it? Will Smith said, you know, I, I don't know if I'm going to get this quote right, but that uh, racism didn't. Yeah, racism, Ra- racism. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, something like racism isn't new. Yeah, it's, it's being just being filmed. filmed. Something that's, like that. Yeah, something yeah. like that. And it's oh, accurate. That's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's being filmed now. People are being forced to see it on social media and yeah. realize this isn't new. This is happening. Here it is. Mm-hmm. Because you guys yeah. won't believe it. And this is just one instance that just so happened to be filmed. You right. know? Right. And why why does it take something being filmed like like that much like you know like like you said like back to back to back mm-hmm. like why did it take I mean because there's been many 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 others you know and like mm-hmm. so why did it take these horrible things for people to finally see that that this shit is happening right. it has been happening. You know, and I mean, and the whole nation is upset, and uh, and, mm-hmm. and there's everyone out protesting. The people who are all against the protests and everything are the same people who were not two what, what a month and a half mm-hmm. ago protesting COVID nineteen themselves, right. mm-hmm. and that's that's a justifiable cause to protest. But lives right. aren't. You right. know, right. it's like when I think the worst part about all of this is this is not the first time that somebody has had to lose their life to start something like this. That's true. I mean, go back to what was it in the 50s with Emmett Till. Mm -hmm. I mean, we all know what happened to that. That's something that hasn't been covered up in history because that is what issued the civil Mm -hmm. rights movement. Now here we are, what, 60 years later mm-hmm. and somebody had to lose their life again for people to realize we need to step up and yeah. fix yeah. the injustice right now. Yeah. I was, um, I was watching this documentary by, um, who was it? Ava, Ava DuVernay. And it's, it's on Netflix. It's called 13th. And, okay. uh, I don't, I can't remember the person who said it, but in the documentary, they said, that if you look at every black leader, every black leader that's, you know, that's big or whatever, um, they're always, within their story, it's always uh, excerpt, oh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to say it verbatim. But anyway, <laughs> but she was basically, he was basically saying, no matter who the black leader was, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, um, uh, Rosa Parks, it doesn't matter who the black person was. It was always the government trying to shut them down. Mm-hmm. Period. And we and that was back in the 50s, 60s and stuff. And it's still happening to this day, bro. Like, the yeah. police like have been... The police has been shitting on us since day one, since the police was formed. Like, right. and that was the reason why they were formed. But like, you know, they have been. And it's like, it's time for like, for, you know, for some something to change. Now, here's the thing. There are some good cops. Not going to lie about it. I have friends that are cops. Yeah. Like me, like Same. me and my homie, we was talking about this. We were talking about everything that was going on because he's a cop. He's been on the force for like five years. 
And you know, which brings, everything always goes back to, you know, my first statement. We need to sit down and talk because he was telling me, he was like, there's a lot of stuff that has been going on in certain police uh, police districts and police stations that people don't know about how reformed they become and all this other stuff. I'm like, well, this is the time where they need to say something about it because we don't hear it. So if we don't hear it, then we ain't seeing it. If we ain't seeing it, then we still going to do what we going to do. We going to riot, you know, all that other stuff. And, you know, and it's, you know, the fact that you said that, people use that as like, well, what about the good cops? Well, they're not the problem. Mm-hmm. Good cops are not the problem. Right. The problem is bad cops. Mm-hmm. The problem is bad people. The problem right. is racism. And, well, you and, know, we're not attacking cops or attacking racism. And it's right. also people with power. I mean, people with power mm-hmm. abuse their power because they're in power. Right, right. And see, the thing is, like, here's the thing. We know that there's good cops. We, we know there's good cops. But it's mm-hmm. like it's like my mom used to say, one bad apple spoils the whole bunch. Right. It the mm-hmm. same the same thing happened with black folks. You take you show you show one black man picture on the TV screen and say he was robbed, he was got he got caught for murder or robbing somebody. Then it makes it seem like all black people are bad right. and thugs and stuff. Right. Just look at your president. I mean, I'm not you know. <laughs> He told us I'm building a wall because Mexicans are rapists and come on, man. Yeah. Like, and see, and, and I got this, so many Mexican friends and bro, they're not like that. Like for real. And see, this is my thing. And who, I was talking to somebody about this. It starts off with the head, the people in power. Look at the president that we have. You see how he is. And then you just let that trickle on down to the mm-hmm. police. Like. If the head is talking like this, if the if if the president is talking about building a wall because Mexicans are rapists and telling talking about Kaepernick saying get that son of a bitch out of here and all this other stuff, you know, all these mm-hmm. things. If he's saying all of this, then how else you think your government is the people in power are going to react? You know what I'm saying? Like they're going right. to some of them going to go along with him because they feel like oh it's the president. Well, if he feel like he said, it, well let's go fuck them niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. how you have people like now nowadays. Like honestly, when Trump got elected and everything, and he was running, he was saying the rhetoric that he was saying. Oh, them people came down from hiding, and then they like, listen, we here, like we got we got somebody who who who's going to be our president. If that's how he feel, he's racist. Then we are too. Let's go ahead and do it. You know what I'm saying? And right. they, and if the head ain't right, the body ain't gonna be right because the body yeah. only does what the head tells it to do. That's a good point. That's actually a really good point. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I've never thought of it like that. That's yeah. I like that. And you know, it, it, as much as like you know, the fact that you know people, you know, of course there's good cops, but what are they? You know, when there is bad cops, like what are the good cops doing? And and I mean, recently, you, there's been a whole bunch of good cops coming out mm-hmm. and sharing their voice and being like, "We're with you." And then they're, but like, what if you know if, if you call yourself and your buddies good? Whenever you see, even amongst your own colleagues, if you see something that's not right, you know, what are you doing, you know? Yeah. And that's not to say that nobody is doing that, because I'm sure in America there's plenty of cops who probably Mm -hmm. have been doing that, you know? But, Mm -hmm. you know, where it's like, but the problem is still all there. It's like, you know, with the the murder of George Floyd, it's like one person did it, but these other three Mm -hmm. cops standing, four cops, I'm not standing by doing nothing you know it's like right 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I was actually it. having a I was actually having a conversation with uh one of my friends whose dad is a cop last night. We were just kind of talking about everything and he actually showed me pictures of the cop car that he drives. And it, the front windshield completely smashed, the sides smashing everything from people. And I think people need to remember, not all cops are bad. There are definitely bad cops, but not all mm-hmm. cops are bad. And here's the worst part about it. You can s- destroy all the cars you want, but don't forget the thing that pays for that is us. We pay for it. Mm-hmm. Our tax money goes towards that. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's so, one thing I was saying. Like, and and here's my thing. You know, people looted. They destroyed the city and everything. You know, if that's how you dealt with it, that's how you dealt with it. You know, I'm not... Mm-hmm. I'm not here to, you know, condemn anybody, you know, you know, right. I can just only speak for me. That ain't what I'm about. But you know what I'm saying? Like, if that's how you dealt with it, that's how you dealt with it. But and not not thinking about the consequences after doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like, just like you said, people destroy businesses. They destroy cop cars. They destroyed all this other stuff. But guess what? That's tax. And when them taxes get raised up, bro. <laughs> You cannot, you cannot complain. Like I was telling my no. mama, I was telling my mom, um, like, cause they honestly, they, black people tore up the black neighborhood in Chicago. I'm just going to keep it real. I'm just keeping it 100. So mm-hmm. they did that. And so like I was telling my mom, I was like, now you don't get mad when you have to drive two, three miles out to go to the grocery store because you just unlooted and messed up everything in your own community. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And don't get mad when uh these buildings these uh buildings don't come back. Right. Because look what you did. Now, like I said, I'm I'm not condemning nobody, you know, that's how you that's how you was outraged and you wanted to solve it. That's how you you wanted to do it, then that's on you. You know, hey, not hey, I, I ain't got nothing to say about it. But I'm just mm. I'm just looking at I'm just looking uh, I'm just looking at it as the consequence part of it. Like my thing is, and I'm not saying I'm gonna do it because y'all already know I ain't I ain't brave enough to do nothing. I'm scared to go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared to go to jail. I can't have nothing on my record. <laughs> but I was telling my mama and my family, I was like, if you are gonna destroy something, destroy stuff that's uh, that's a part of the problem. Why not break into city hall and destroy some courtrooms? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, let's do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's let's go take to where the problem is. But you know, people don't think like that. They just want to, they just want to come out and get what they can get. Protesting yeah. had turned into looting, then turned it. Some pro, I say some, some protesting turned into looting, and then it turned into opportunists. Right. Because they knew that if they break in because of what's going on, they can break into stores and get away with stuff. Yeah. But see, my thing is, my thing is, it's, it's I want to say like three or four days out of this month that some states have to vote. Yeah. Now, this is my thing. Y'all done did all that, caused all this ruckus and everything. And some, I ain't gonna lie, because I posted, uh, I think yesterday, what everything, like, all the changes that were made because of what happened. But, you know, y'all done did all this. Now, it's really time to show that y'all mean business. Are mm-hmm. y'all going to hit up these voting booths? See, this is my problem that I have. 
this is my problem that I have. Some you, good shit right there, Michael. This, now, see, this this is my problem. Like, like I said, I'm all with protesting. Listen, if you loot it, you loot it. You know, if you broke, if you tore the buildings down, hey, go ahead, do your thing. But it don't mm. just stop there. We have to put the right people in place that'll fight for us. Because yeah. if they're not gonna fight for us, and you y'all keep putting y'all keep letting these racist people put in these racist people in power, the system is not gonna change and it's gonna keep going on and on and on. But see, people don't wanna hear that. People don't wanna hear about voting and everything. But then when right. stuff happens, it's like, oh well, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, hey, well, the other thing too is a lot of people are viewing it as okay so we need a new president well sure like president matters but it is also your local mm-hmm. government it is, is it your governor it is you know the senate in your state it is yes. the mayors the people who run your city exactly. it is all the local people that you need to be doing your research on and figuring out what are they going to do. Exactly. And see, James, this is the problem that I have with, and I'm not even going to say with people like, black people that I know. I'm not going to say all. I'm just going to say black people that I know. Black people that I know, some of them, they wait till November every four years. And I'm like, no. Like, you have to put in your senators, your house of reps, you know, you have to yeah. because technically the president has power, but he don't have that much power. It's yeah. in the Congress. If you put the yep. right people in the Congress, I don't care what Trump says. If you have the right people in Congress, he can't get a bill passed because it has to go right. through the House. It has to go through the Senate, just like when they tried to impeach him. It went through the House. But guess what? It didn't go through the Senate. <laughs> no, because there's such an imbalance to our whole government right now mm-hmm. i mean the the other thing i i don't understand about this is, too is don't you want a balance don't you mm-hmm. want people who say you know i stand for this side but i will listen right to what you have to say right. and i will try to understand what to you what mm-hmm. you have to say i mean yeah. really that's how politics should be it shouldn't be well i'm right because that's what my side mm-hmm. says and so therefore it is right because that is what i believe in you should be the whole right. thing for us to come together is if we listen to each other and try to understand each other's viewpoints right. and where we're coming from and why we do the things that we do. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. Yeah. I mean, exactly. I mean, we need, especially at times like this, especially and continuing forward, we, we need a nation that is united. You know, we're so incredibly divided. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's like we can't just keep shouting. We have to stop and we have to listen on both sides. You know, Thanks. nothing says that you have to agree with absolutely everything somebody else so says. True. In fact, it's actually healthy to disagree. Mm-hmm. And there needs to be debates and conversations so that we can come together, not to a middle ground, but so we can come together to find the solution, right. not yeah. to find. What do we want for the Democrats? What do we want for the Republicans? You know, the Republicans say this, Democrats say this, Libertarians, blah, 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 conservatives, Mm -hmm. liberals, all the different political party things. You know, why it's not, it shouldn't be about that. And it shouldn't be the radical left. It shouldn't Mm -hmm. be the radical right. It should be Americans. Right. Yeah. You know, 
I agree. It should be Americans totally together, and we should, of course, disagree. And it's but we should come to a solution, mm-hmm. you know, together. Right. Some we why are we not? Right. There's working together. Why are we? Why are we causing areas where we have? And it's all about control, you know. When you have something divided, you oh, can yeah. control it. When people are arguing, they're not yeah. paying attention to the yeah. to places where you can put control into it. Well, and I see a lot of people, uh, especially on social media, because I for it's it's I call myself a moderate because I see both sides. Mm-hmm. I see things on both sides of the parties. But I also see people who say, I can't stand moderates. I'm like, what do you mean you can't stand moderates? We're the people who say, yeah, I see that, but I also see that right. too. We're the mm-hmm. people saying, you know, hey, there are goods and bads to both sides. Mm-hmm. One side is not pure and the other side right. is bad. It, it's a mix. Mm-hmm. You just need to open up your eyes and see that. It's so true, bro. Like, for real. Isn't it kind of ironic that our country is called the United States and we're not even united? <laughs> right. <laughs> now, if that ain't even right. the like, biggest truth here. Like, I love, I love America. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I love it because, you know, you have some countries where they don't have the freedom that we have. Right. You know, I know some countries, like, if it's only one God you can worship, you know, and you'd be mm-hmm. killed if you try to, you know... Like, right. say, Jesus, I love America dearly. I do. It's my heart. But it's like, at some point, when are we going to come together for America? Right. Like, that's the thing. And that's on all, all spectrums. I mean, when are we going to come to realize each other's race? When are we going to come to understand mm-hmm. each other's religions? I mean, I see people persecuted race, religion, politics. Yeah. Why are we persecuting people for these things when we should just understand that everybody is their own individual mm-hmm. but in the end we are all still human mm-hmm. we are people it baffles right. my mind that somebody thinks they're above another person or somebody else is below them yeah. because i have this different belief yeah cool guess what you're human right wow <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. glad you figured that out. <laughs> exactly. So am right. I. So is <laughs> everybody exactly. else that's here. Right. We're just humans. Like, do the same thing pretty much. We bleed the same blood. It's red. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of blood, I just donated today. <laughs> you know what? I was going to ask you. <laughs> well, like they say in the courthouse, you know, well, you opened this door, Kale. I was going to ask you what had happened, but okay, that's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, I want to do, I want to do that too. Actually, I got to. Yeah, first time today. Yeah, everybody should donate blood. Yeah, I want to do it. Uh, James, I guess, did you have any uh, questions, or is there, or I guess, Michael, did you have any questions for us, or? Um, I mean, honestly, we we covered pretty much a lot. I was just saying, I think <laughs> yeah. we covered. we we covered a lot. Is it, this was this was good? Um, yeah, yeah. It was I, good. I agree. This on my end as well. Um, you know, for us to sit down and have this conversation and just talk to see and to understand from each perspective of you know life and the world and what's going on. So, to me, I, right. I honestly I don't have no question. I just taking in everything that you guys were saying like for real same here taking in everything yeah. that you're saying because i think the in the end the really 
the thing that's going to solve this is if we listen to each other, we unite, and you vote. You vote. Exactly. Which I need, I need to do that because I am guilty of not voting. And then I get upset when I don't like the way, you know, certain things are going. And that's because that's my problem. I'm not voting. And it really does come down to your local government. Mm-hmm. It really does. Yeah. yeah. I think so. I agree with that, too. Is there, any, uh, is there any closing statements that anyone wants to give? Does Michael want to plug in some <laughs> social media? Yeah, so while, you, while you're here, oh, plug, plug whatever well, you Well, you to. know, since I just go ahead and drop this little drop, you guys can... Um, <laughs> You can follow me um, on Instagram. My Instagram handle is 1mneely. Um, is 1-M-N-E-E-L-Y. And on Facebook, it's just Michael A. Neely. Michael space A space Neely. That's my Facebook and Instagram. Um, pretty much so more so on Instagram. That's why I post uh, videos and funny things on mostly Instagram. My Facebook's pretty much mostly... Well, both of them are funny, but you know I'm more so on Instagram. Um, well, and you you post a lot of inspirational stuff. Yeah, I was, yeah you're a hardworking was, man. Yeah, that's what I was getting to. You know, you're a hardworking man. You're always doing something. Yeah, you know, I just try to make the world a better place as much as I can. <laughs> try to <laughs> that's a good attitude. <laughs> try to keep people positive and motivated and staying healthy and working hard to accomplish their goals and dreams, whatever they want to you know, have manifested in their lives. So that's just me. Yeah. So you guys right. can follow me on both of those. Get some motivational day messages and some workouts <laughs> and all of that other stuff. And plus I am funny. <laughs> <laughs> He's oh, the yeah. perfect package. Yeah. I also want to plug in here. Yeah. Um I found so I did some research before and I found on delish.com, it's five ways to find black-owned restaurants and food services in your area. Um, and some of the options that it gives is you can download apps, which there is an app called Eat Okra. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, mm-hmm. but it's spelled E-A-T-O-K-R-A. Yeah, okra. Um, yes, okra. And that will help find... Have you heard of okra, James? No, I haven't actually. Oh, we got to get oh, really? your white self out of the house and to the hood. <laughs> you got to come to the hood, James. We're at gumbo. Right. We got to get you some good old soul southern food, James. Fried okra. Oh, no. Oh, man. Come on, kid. I've had southern food. I've had southern no, food. We got to right. get you deep, deep into southern food. Cause yeah. You, oh, you, you got to get some okra, some, some good old greens and, and, and yams <laughs> and all of that. You got to get some of all of that. <laughs> I've had like shrimp crayoles. Oh uh, man, that's that white privilege. <laughs> you know, man. it's funny because I'm trying man. to defend myself, but the place where I had uh, it's it was called it was in Madison. It was called New Orleans Takeout, and I am positive it was owned by a white guy. <laughs> See what I'm saying? And I'm sitting here like, I've had Southern food. Don't get on me about that. As the owner is white. <laughs> See, now let me tell Man. you. Well, you got to go to I'm somebody. I'm just going to shut up. <laughs> you got to go to an old a old fat lady. When she got the little jiggle up under her arms, that's how you know she <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. She got to be fat black and got the jiggle up under her arms. I'm telling you what I know. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, all righty. You heard it here first from Michael Neely, everyone. <laughs> Actually, a place I haven't gone to yet is Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. Oh, yeah, what? I oh. need to go there. You've been in L.A. all this time? That place is amazing. Listen. Yeah, James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got uh, to talk. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, like James was saying, um, for all of our listeners out there, uh, um, and like I said in our announcement uh, episode before this, uh, go check out uh, those those links in our description will be in our Instagram. Um, we will have tweeted them as well. Um, uh, please take the time to go, you know, support local black businesses and, um, in Absolutely. this time and continuing forward. Um, and um, uh, as well as, you know, sign some petitions, you know, yeah. get your voice out there. Don't stay silent right now. I know I, maybe I'm a little late coming to saying this. A lot of people are voicing their stuff. But, I mean, it doesn't all have to be on social media. Like, speak to, talk, to have like just like we did here. Have conversations yep. with people around you and continue those conversations from going. And as a closing statement from Kale, I would like to say, spread love like you spread peanut butter on your bread, evenly and with purpose. Stay frosty. Yeah. Uh, jumping off of that, I, I was just going to say, don't follow the trend. Be the movement. I like that. I, I was I would close out with nothing good is ever lost. Um, hmm. Nothing good mm-hmm. is ever lost, no matter what. Even in, in the, even in the midst of all this, the good is still outweighs the bad. And if you're a good person, you're good. Yeah. I love right it. On. We all need to patronize our quotes and, um, (laughs) facts. Yeah. (laughs) Get a copyright on that. Right. All right. Now I'm going to do the grill time closeout. Uh, but thank you, Michael, for joining us. Thank you so so much. Thank you for having me. Discussing. Yeah. Wow. I, for some reason, thought I was saying discussing wrong. (laughs) Discussing (laughs) with us on this matter. And yeah. it, w- it was just a good time to be able to ed- educate each other and yeah. just listen to each other. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening. And don't forget to thaw your meat, keep the beers cold, pull out the koozies, and make sure you empty, empty the grease tray. Grease tray. <laughs> thank you, guys.